Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, referee John McCarthy has called a stop to this contest at three minutes, four seconds of round number two. Declaring the winner by knockout and new undisputed USC lightweight champion of the world, the notorious Connor You know what time it is. It's time for the majority decision. Coming to you live from the great state of Texas right here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Greg the Truth. The host of the show is the Black Belt, Mr. Fayaz. I want to thank everybody for listening and downloading. I want to invite you to follow us on Twitter at MajorityMMA and like us on Facebook, The Majority Decision. Don't forget to subscribe to the show if you can. That way, every time we get a new show, you can hop right on to your listening device and listen to the show because it will already be downloaded. Lots of news going on in this past week of the world in the world of mixed martial arts. And uh, before we get into the big news and talk about the weeks, the weekends fighting card, which really kind of went by without too much to talk about. If you were watching Bellator last week, you saw Bellator run out one Matt Mitrione, known as Meathead, to UFC fans. That name was coined to him by Rashad Evans during the 10th season of The Ultimate Fighter. And so they bring out Mitrione and they're interviewing him and they're asking him, telling him, hey man, we know you've got a fight, but you did something very interesting. You signed a fight contract to fight someone and you don't even know when and you don't even know where. I got to call work on this right right off the bat. Um, they went totally WWE as they have done in the past, and they did the whole mystery opponent gimmick. And um, man, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's um, for most and for the most part, it's an interesting fight, Fedor and. Matt Mitrione, but if they expect me to believe that Matt Mitrione signed an open-ended fight contract, I'm just not buying that. What do you make of that whole thing, Faz? Open-ended meaning what? He doesn't have to... uh, They just pay him whatever they feel like paying him? No, no, let me get... Yeah, sorry, let me get you up to speed. So, Mitrione's fighting Fedor and Bellator, right? Right. And 
the story is, or at least the story that Bellator would like us to believe, I guess this is supposed to bring some extra intrigue to the fight, was that Matt Mitrion was offered a fight but wasn't told when it would be or who it would be against. And they sprung it on him during Bellator's event last week and introduced Fedor, um, and supposedly Matt Mitrion had no idea who it was going to be. Really? Hmm. Very WWE. So so is Matt Mitrion not wanting to fight Fedor now? Because no. now that he knows who no, it he, is? Oh, no, no. He, he wants to fight. He was um, very respectful and did his job to act as surprised as possible when they brought out uh, the alleged greatest heavyweight of all time. Right. And... Um, I don't know. I just think I, I just thought it was foolish that they ran him out there, tried to act like he signed a contract and didn't know that it was going to be Fedor coming out out there, as if Fedor was in the back all day hiding from everybody and no one knew that he was there in the building. And it right. was just a complete surprise and shock that um, that's who his opponent's going to be. I mean, I. You know, I'm all good for I'm, I'm good for entertainment. I'm good for um, certain aspects of entertainment being mixed in with mixed martial arts. But I mean, I don't know. It's don't make it so contrived. You know, let it feel a little more organic, I guess. <laughs> yeah. When it when when it's when it's obvious, and you got Mitrione, and Mitrione's trying to get out there and you know, act like a complete idiot or or whatever it is. I mean, that's just, it's it's not believable at all. Because there has to be, you know, a certain amount of paycheck involved in fighting a guy like that, right? So you would, you would almost, you'd almost think that, you know, he cuts his paycheck short if he didn't know who he was fighting, if that makes any sense, right? And supposedly Bellator is supposed to pay everybody, right, all this money. So if if you know you're fighting Fedor Emelianenko, right, whether you, you know, whether you like the guy now or you liked him back in the day or, you know, whatever it is, and, you know, you still believe in the mystique, there's still some money to be made off of that name if you're a guy that's, you know, Kind of, kind of up and coming more so than uh, you know on top of the game. No, oh, that's a great point actually, and that that adds on to what I'm saying. I mean, why would let's, let's just say Mitrione's making 150 a fight, right? Fedor right. is going to bring more eyes. You know, Fedor's not making a dime probably under 500 thousand to a million. And oh yeah, Absolutely. if I'm fighting a guy like that. I got. I want to know that because I'm. I need. I need to make a little bit more money. I need to, you know, 150 is just not going to do it when I know the guy standing across the cage from me is making 750. And uh, I don't know. It's it's just ridiculous. They don't need all that extra stuff. Just announce the fight. Fans will. Fans are still. You know, fans of Fedor are certainly going to be excited to see Fedor fight again. I'm intrigued. I, I I would love to see Matt Mitrione knock Fedor out. That's very possible. So, so you think Mitrione is only making 150 grand for this fight? 
Oh, no, no, no. I don't know. I don't know what he makes. I was just hypothetically. Hypothetically, say he's making 150, yeah. right? And right. he just signs an open-ended contract. I'll take my 150, and I don't even know who I'm fighting. And then all of a sudden, they say it's fatal. No. And now no, I'm stuck no, no, at 150. Now, if they did do that to him, right? If they did do that to him, he's probably kicking himself in the head because he probably could have negotiated for more money, right? But I, I'm thinking that was set up and. You know, Mitrion knows. He, you know, Mitrion's fighting a name, which means that he's he's got to negotiated himself, you know, some good money out of that deal. That's uh, that's that's really the only way to go with that. I mean, what else would you do? You know, you 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 can't do that. You can't do that any other way. I mean, hopefully he didn't get you know rooked or you know they said, well, this is what we're going to fight you. This is just one of your contractual fights. And, Fedor's probably coming in there and getting a piece of the promotion. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't doubt it, dude. I wouldn't <laughs> doubt that they co-promoted or did something. I mean, it's, uh, it's. I guess Fedor is, uh, he's actually signed. I mean, I think his deal, man, I think it's a, it's a multi-deal fi- deal with uh, Bellator. It's not just a, uh, it's not just a one fight thing. So, I mean, it's it's you know it's kind of a weird deal, man. It, it's almost like hey, I get guaranteed all this, everybody, and even if Bellator is paying Mitrion two hundred grand a fight, you know, Fedor's still making more money off of that deal. So, honestly, man, I, I hope he gets beat up. He's not even fighting anybody <laughs> so- good. I just, I just, you know what? I hope he gets beat up and they realize, man, we just wasted a bunch of money on this guy, you know, rather than just treat him like everybody else. It's obvious he's only doing it for paychecks at this point. What's he doing with all his money? Maybe he should move somewhere where they'll let him keep it. <laughs> so Or let him invest does, in it, you know? It's a, does the UFC – since Fedor signed a multi-fight deal, and obviously, certainly he'll fight at least twice, I would assume. Um, does the UFC feel like they they let him slip through their fingers again? No, no. I hope not, man. Who cares? <laughs> I just, I mean, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Who do you think they throw him in there with? He got into the UFC. Who are they going to throw him in there Well, again? you know, th- there's nobody in the top five that he would probably last more than a round and a half with, I don't think. So, no, but, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, I mean, I think it, especially if he steps in there with Mitrione and Mitrione knocks him out or beats him up, uh, the UFC is going to look like they made the right choice. You know, it, again, and we've been baffled by this for years. It just doesn't make sense. You're going to walk around and let people call you the best, but you're not going to go fight the best? It's ridiculous. Right. Right. I, I just I just don't get it, man, on that point. Not to, you know, not taking away, anything away from Matt Matrion. Guy's a great athlete. You know, he does what he does. Still waiting on him to get better at what he does, but he does what he does. <laughs> you know, it's – it's kind of like when we saw him fight. I guess that was Strikeforce. I guess there was some tournament or something. And 
and and Fedor, you know, he, he some guy named what was his name, Brett Rogers or something. He hit that guy and he knocked that guy out, and then then he fought Bigfoot and Bigfoot laid on him and beat on him for like two or three rounds beat him up bad. or something. And they would, huh? Remember that? Beat him up he, bad, yeah. Yeah, and he wouldn't. They wouldn't stop the fight because it was Fedor and Milianenko. Oh no, no, we can't stop the fight and admit he lost. Let's just let him lay on his back and get pummeled. <laughs> Instead, that that is the way we that that is the legacy that should be. I mean, come on, dude, that's ridiculous, man. I I I just. I don't even want to talk about Fedor anymore. Let's let's talk about somebody else. That guy's ridiculous. Well, let's talk about let's talk about the big news uh, that's that's gone down in the past day or so, and um, that is finally, 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 we get a resolution with the whole Conor McGregor double belt holding up the entire UFC. Uh, so he's got. Long story short, giving up the featherweight belt as we all suspected, as we recommended. Yeah. He did what he was going to do. I mean, I mean, he can't defend them both. There's just no way, man. That roster is too big. You can't do that. You can't do that. Now, if I'm Jose Aldo, you know, I'm kind of mad. But, uh, you know, it's uh, Conor McGregor did what he did. He did what he said he was going to do. He doesn't have to hold on to both of them. He did it. You know, if I, I yeah, if I'm if I'm Jose Aldo, I'm upset because I want another crack at him. If I'm Anthony Pettis, I'm upset because I want to be the guy that that the, or I want to be one of the guys that uh, puts him out. Frankie Edgar the same way, but um, you know, yeah, I mean, it, that, there was only that this was the only way that it could go down, right? I mean, yeah. there's no other well, option. He had to give up both. Well, he had to give up one of them. Yeah. He had to give it. Well, he had to give up one of them, and it's obvious. And we've talked about this, right? One seventy is too heavy. One forty-five, he looks like a skeleton when he weighs in. Mm-hmm. Fifty-five is like the perfect weight for him, and we knew it was going to be the perfect weight, right? He got his title shot. He won decisively. I mean, you can't take that away from him. I mean, it looked like he was sparring a child, and <laughs> you know he. He got both of his belts. He apologized to nobody, and he gave Jose his belt back. But that's uh, that's the way to do it, man. That's the way to do it. Now, if I'm Jose, I want to challenge the 155 champ, right? I want to fight up. I want to get me a piece of that action. I don't think he will, though. It's an interesting situation. I, uh, you know, I, I, I agree with you. If I'm Jose Aldo, I'm. I might um, wrap up this interim title thing um, and try to, you know, try to bring both those whatever whatever they are. I guess they're bumping no, all those up a, to the, the non-interim. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, what I mean is, so he's well, already he's already the interim champ. So so now he just becomes no, the champ. That's how that's how Hannon Burrell won. Remember, he never beat Dominic right. Cruz. Dominic Cruz yeah. could never come back because he was injured. And Hennenberg, they just gave told Hennenberg, well, now you're the champ because you were the interim. Yeah, but here's right? the here's the problem that, though. That's how our loss. Max Holloway. Got it. 
Matt yeah. Holloway is fighting Anthony Pettis at UFC 206 for, guess what, the interim for the interim UFC featherweight title. So there's still right. another person that has some sort of a claim to the champion. I think it's stupid for them to elevate Aldo. Why, why even they do an interim? Just, why not just, yeah, make why that do a, an interim? A, 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 just make that a number one right, contender exactly. to fight Jose Aldo? It doesn't make any sense. That's just dumb. Or, or just dumb. don't elevate Aldo and just let Aldo fight the winner of Pettis and Holloway, and then you have your new champ of the division. Right. I mean, which right. that's the way it's going to go down anyway. So. Well, they're going to elevate Aldo just because he's the current interim champ. He, that, that's just the way that happens, right? Now, here's the uh, here's here's the thing though. If you're Jose Aldo, right? You reigned at 45, right, for years, right? You, I mean, you just you were the man, right? And then. Some guy fought his, you know, some guy fought his way up, and everybody said, "Well, man, he's just, you know, he ain't fighting anybody good, right? You're gonna put him away." And then you get, you get blasted by that guy in 13 seconds—a decisive blast that wasn't like, wasn't a fluke. I mean, it was, it was a calculated shot. He knocked him out, and he finished him. Then you watch that guy go on to take the belt in the next division. And then he just gives you your belt back and goes, ah, I don't need this piece of junk anymore. You can have it. <laughs> if I'm Jose Aldo, I'm mad, man, and I want to challenge up and fight that guy again. Well, you know, Aldo would have had a chance to do that, you know, before all of the Conor McGregor craze. You know, there was talk of, of, of Aldo fighting for the lightweight belt, but he never did it. You know, he, he gave up that all. He never, you know, he passed. You know, when there was little rumblings, yeah. little possibility, he passed on that opportunity. Yeah, he that. never did it. Yeah, that would have been a great fight to watch him and Pettis. And we still may get to see that fight, right? Yeah. But, but Holloway, Holloway's looking strong right now. And uh, I think Pettis beats Holloway. And then uh, and then I want to see Pettis and Aldo fight. I think that – I think that'll be – Man, you know what? I could go. I could go either way on each one of those, but I think uh, Pettis stands a better chance against Aldo just because size is going to play a factor there. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I like all those matchups, no matter how it shakes out. I mean, I I, I like Hall. I'd like to see Holloway get in there with Aldo. Um, I, I like. Yeah. I like all three of those guys. I think they're. I think they all are dynamic in their own way, and uh, it'll definitely be a great fight. Yeah. So. So the featherweight division is going to stay exciting regardless, man. I mean, that's just the way that's going to be. And then 55 shook up a little bit. But, I mean, even that division is super strong. So, man, it just it, – it's uh, it, it'll keep going regardless of what it is. But, again, if I'm Jose Aldo, man, I, I, I want that I want that back. I want that fight back. And, you know, why not, why not fight up and try to become a two-division champ? Right, you reigned at 145 for so long. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not try before you get too old? Before you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. You know, if there wasn't enough interim, and I hate interim titles, but yeah. if there wasn't enough um, interim title talk, the big Norman Gomenov comes out and he says his fight against Tony Ferguson is for the lightweight interim title. Now, there's no confirmation on that, but Conor McGregor has said 
or has put the word out that he's not going to fight until after his, you know, his child's born, which will probably, I don't remember when it is, May or something. So it's a little ways away, not, not a lifetime away, but a little ways away. And so now it's possible yeah. that Norman Gomedoff and Ferguson is going to fight for the interim title. So Conor McGregor is basically held up. Everything this guy touches revolves around him. And uh, I, I don't know. He, he's great. He's an attraction. He's a draw. He's a total package. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, an, uh, you know, as I've said, and as listeners know, I'm not a huge fan of him. But he is what he is. But, man, I mean, the, the UFC has got a – he can't call a shot. I mean, nobody else can. They can't let him get big. I guess what I'm getting at is they can't let him get bigger than the letters UFC. No, they can't. If they do, they, they're going to be in they trouble. They won't. They won't. I mean, you know, so many people have tried. And you really – you can't, Right. Because you're under contract. You don't own the company or anything like that. And after a while, if you don't fight, then, you know, they just take it away from you. It's not that, you know. Now, everybody's got the right to take some time off. Um, he, I think he yeah. actually wanted to take some time off before this last fight. I don't think he wanted to jump right in and fight Eddie Alvarez. It just kind of came about, and they said, well, you, you kind of have to. So... Think, yeah, in uh, all truth, you know, he probably yeah. deserves some time off. He's been very active. Yeah, exactly. So. It, yeah, it'd be different if he fought once, you know. If, if Alvarez right. was his only fight this year, I'd be I'd be like, well, man, maybe uh, maybe you should go ahead and jump down to 45 and, and do something there. But uh, he did stay pretty active this year. He had uh, he had some wars and you gotta give you gotta give him his time off, man. So the, what brought about the whole Max Holloway versus Anthony Pettis interim title was the fact that Daniel Cormier is injured and is not gonna be able to fight Anthony Johnson at UFC two oh six. Um gotta say I'm pretty disappointed that uh, Cormier isn't going to be able to make that fight. I was looking forward to seeing those guys go at it again, seeing what kind of adjustments that uh, Johnson might be able to make. And um, disappointed to see that, that we're not, we're going to have to wait a little longer to get that one done. Yeah. I saw that news, man. I was, uh, I was kind of bummed out. I was uh, hoping Anthony Johnson would knock Daniel Cormier out. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, if there's anything that we've learned about Anthony Johnson, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, there's not a man walking this earth that that guy cannot knock out cold. Uh, crazy power um, in both hands. And, uh, but, you know, Daniel Cormier, he's, a, you know, he's not an exciting fighter, quote, unquote, but he's a very good fighter. He's very good at what he does. Uh, and... Um, was able to weather that storm in their first fight and come back and, and get the, get the win. And it was, uh, I don't know. Interesting matchup still. Cause anytime you got a guy that's dangerous, like Johnson, all eyes are on, on him. Yeah. I like, uh, like I said, you know what? I, 
before uh, you know the technical difficulty that I was saying, I really wanted Anthony Johnson to knock uh, Daniel Cormier out, and uh, I think he can do it as long as he, you know, as long as he worked on his cardio. I think I think that got the best of him last time, and worked on his wrestling. Yeah, you, I mean, in the beginning, they would tell us that Anthony Johnson has a background in wrestling. But if he does, yeah. man, his uh, cardio has been probably one of his biggest weaknesses other than making weight before he decided not to fight at uh, right. 170. Right. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, if this guy gets some cardio, changes his training, you know, I don't know. I mean, is cardio something that just – it would seem like that would be something that you could add to your game. But is is that something that maybe guys – some guys just – they just don't have it. No. I don't know about that. I think the situation kind of got the best of him. He tried to finish Daniel Cormier in that first fight. And when Cormier came back and came back decisively – and then he got cut. When he when when Anthony Johnson got cut, it kind of shocked me. He was freaking out that he had gotten cut and he was bleeding so bad. And you know the ref was like, "Well, what, you want to quit? I don't understand. You know what are you complaining about right now?" And it, it was just kind of a weird deal. He was shook after that. It was like he'd never been hit like that or something. And he was shook. He turned over. He got choked out. I mean. Uh, I think he at that point he wasn't used to getting out of the first round and fighting. I think he was more used to just, you know, knocking people out and uh he needs to really get prepared to go five rounds. Yeah, I mean we've seen that before and you know, I I've always said this and on any Anthony Johnson fight, you know, are we gonna see rumble or are we gonna see crumble? And uh <laughs> you know, that's the question because on the second round and more times than not, Anthony Johnson is a completely different guy, completely different fighter. And yeah. that's a shame because he's a talented guy, super athletic, and like I said earlier, knockout power from anywhere in any hand. Definitely. And you just, you know, so when you're Anthony Johnson, really, you want to train your weaknesses, not your strength. Don't train mm-hmm. and knock the guy out in the first round. Trying to go five rounds, and uh, maybe you get the knockout as a bonus, you, you know, or whatever it is. But uh, he's got to be a little bit more well-rounded to be able to make that work. If you're going to fight a guy like Cormier, who who can dig for five rounds, and you know, at that weight. So to kind of start winding things down here, in crazy speculative. Rumors of the week. Some people seem to think that um, somehow, some way, George St. Pierre might uh, finagle his way into Bellator and yeah. fight Fedor Emelianenko. Oh my God! Can we just, you know what, man? No. Hey, I was just I'm sorry. You did say. That. You did say. You did say that you didn't want to talk about him anymore, so I apologize. I didn't want to talk about him. I'll talk about GSP, though. I'll talk about GSP, (laughs) man. 
I don't see why you would go to Bellator. Unless it was for money, I don't see why that guy would go to Bellator. You know what I mean? I don't... Uh, maybe in spite of Dana White? Maybe. But, I mean, you know, is Rory just trying to, you know, trying to pull him out? Hey, come to Bellator with me. You know. <laughs> I, 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 I can't mean, live without you, GSP. Yeah. yeah, come on, George. Man, you know, y'all fight at the same weight division. It's good if you guys fight in different weight, you know, in different divisions. So, you know, I don't, everybody wants to fight Fedor Emelianenko, man, for what? You know, I just, that's what I don't understand. For what? As a surprise, hey, you're still going to only make this much money. Co-promotion over here and the Russian mafia, they're going to get the other half of the gate. So, so you decide because whether you win or lose, you lose. Yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> but would 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 George St. Pierre going to Bellator is that a game changer for Bellator? Is George St. Pierre a draw enough that that's a game changer? That they you know can they go to pay per view with George St. Pierre on top of the card? Um, I think the reason why they co-promote with the Japanese promotion is so that, you know, pay-per-view is a possibility. And, uh, if they take George and maybe go to Japan, maybe that's a huge pay-per-view that actually gets some draw. Well, time will tell. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Got to wrap up for this.